0: This is episode 24 of Binjon, John, the podcast that helps you decide what to watch. I am Vikram Mohan. Yes, we are back after our short break. I think it was short. Uh, <laughs> and we also have some amazing news to share with you. Uh, Attention Please with Arnabre, one of the other podcasts from uh, ForSpire has been nominated for the podcast awards uh, under the news and politics category. And uh, we'll have a link in the show notes that will let you register and vote for you. Uh, we are the only Indian podcast, in fact, nominated in this category. So I urge you, beseech you, request you, encourage you to vote. We are the only Indian podcast, like I said. So it would be really cool if you could pull this off. And now back to our, radio, our uh, regularly scheduled programming, which allows me to welcome my co host, Raj. Hey, Raj.
1: Hi, Vicky. Congratulations on the uh, who- nomination. And Thank you. I'm glad it's come uh, this far.
0: <laughs> Hopefully we will we'll Thanks, get one yeah. for Benjohn too very soon. No, <laughs> Fingers crossed on no.
1: But I've, I've already voted for attention, please. So Thank you.
0: Yes, every vote counts. So in uh, in I'm quoting a dialogue from Mask where Jim Carrey says, Did you miss me? Wait, don't answer <laughs> that. But uh, what, what have you been up to?
1: Uh, yeah, I've been, as usual, uh, you know, watching Lucky a lot stuff. of TV, <laughs> so that we can, uh, you know, have a lot of content for our uh, podcast in the coming uh, weeks.
0: D- d- how hard you work for this podcast! I
1: really I, I I really put all my heart and soul into it. <laughs>
0: Working over them. I, I, that reminds me, I think I should start paying you for this in that case. <laughs> At least pick up your Netflix and your broadband bill.
1: <laughs> yes, it reminds me, I have to remind you about that. <laughs> and in any case, yeah, uh, I think we've been quite uh, busy with uh, a lot of other stuff. But yeah, majorly, I've been watching a lot of. Uh, series and uh, you know a lot of things that we um, you had suggested in previous episodes and you know i was catching up to those things but yeah majorly i was up for with an experiment uh, of my own um, i was trying to think you know um, how it would feel today to watch a ser- uh, serials hindi serials from 90s Okay, yeah. at that point of time, probably mm-hmm. uh, you know all of us enjoyed it. Uh, you are talking
0: it. about Durdashan ones.
1: No, '90s series serials yeah. or you know the 2000 serials are US twelve okay. Hindi okay. serials okay. now. Um, so I was watching one. I I started watching one. Uh, uh, you know, went on to watch quite a few episodes, and then realized why I stopped watching it. <laughs> and which one is and, it? Uh, there was a serial called Satya on Star Plus.
0: Wasn't uh, Satya the movie with the remake of? Uh,
1: yeah, this Park? is nothing to do. This is nothing to do with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm hundred percent sure this is nothing to do with that. Uh, but yeah, I realized why I stopped watching it, and uh, I was talking to my sister also about this because we were watching. Both of us were watching around that time. And um, we, we realized that we used to start watching a new serial every time, watch it for a few episodes, and then get bored with it, and then just stop watching it. You know, we used to watch it for ten or fifteen episodes, or twenty, or sometimes even hundred episodes, and then stop watching it altogether. <laughs> so yeah, now I think uh, I want to start writing my first blog on this experiment.
0: Yes, yes, that that will be that will make for great reading.
1: Exactly. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, I had all kinds of emotions going through my mind when I started watching serials That is when I realized how wrong we are.
0: will so. wait to read yeah. it. No, what else have you been watching?
1: Yes, apart from that, I started watching Bengali. Finally, I, I think I looked, uh, in the last episodes, I told that I have to start watching a Bengali.
0: Yeah.
1: Movie. Yep, yep, yep. So I started it uh, on Hotstar. I started it with a you know a suspense movie called Biomkesh Gautro. Um, obviously, this is a rehashed version of Biomkesh Bakshi.
0: What's Gautro mean?
1: Gautro. I have absolutely yeah. no idea. I don't All remember. I rather. <laughs> I I, yeah, movie. we have to probably talk to him about it. Um, yeah, that was one. And uh, there was uh, a second movie that I watched uh, again, Bengali, Gumnami, which I think that was was more interesting to watch because that, it was about... Yeah, that's something
0: which, Subhash. in fact, uh, that's something which Arnab uh, mentioned too. About.
1: Yeah, it was something, uh, it was to do with swashandra's death right. and how, uh, how things were, uh, uh, you know, wrapped up to, you know, give it a different twist or give it a different, give it a news that India wanted at that point of time or something like that. And it was very interesting to watch it. I mean, I really like the the subtitles subtitles are decent enough, decent enough, because since we don't know Bengali that much, obviously there's a. subtexts of the dialogues, we might not get in the subtitles. But still, it was decent enough, you can actually understand the uh, emotions too, in the subtitles, frankly speaking, sometimes that doesn't happen. But here the subtitles were decent enough. So that was on Hotstar. These were the two Bengali movies. And uh, then I watched a Kannada movie called Law. It's again. Oh, that's uh, an Amazon, yeah. I have. Yeah, seen. it's Amazon. Uh then uh, there was. Uh, I've been trying to watch Panchayat for a quite some time on Prime, and uh, oh, I lovely. managed to finish it. It's a lovely series. Lovely. I think Very everyone lovely. should watch it. And I saw Bulbul 2 on uh, Netflix. Um, I have mixed reactions, but I s- think it's a good one. It's a good. In it's fact, a good it's. A, it? I have
0: not seen it, so it's I can't a good comment. Watch.
1: It's not exactly what you call a horror one, but I like the concept, the theme, the subplot that's going on in within the movie. So it's a it's a good one. Everyone should watch it. For
0: me, yeah, of course, uh, yeah, my day job was keeping me so busy that I've actually last uh, couple of months, I mean, since we took a break, I don't mm-hmm. think I've watched too much. But uh, yeah, of course, uh, uh, it's la- we, I did watch Indian matchmaking.
1: Oh, I did too. I didn't want to mention it because <laughs> you're already mentioning it, so yeah, I did too. Did you enjoy it?
0: Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, enjoyed it. I,
1: mean, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Yeah, I, 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 I
0: shamelessly, I can tell you. I mean, I have no, pra- you know, I, know, I don't Saying think that I enjoyed it. it. I, I, yes, and you know I that I, en- I loved Rakika Swayamar and Rahul Ka. Uh, so, so, uh, so uh, you, you know where i'm coming from, and i'm i'm not i didn't like it in the terms of i'm watching it ironically and saying, Ah, how uh, tacky is this I genuinely enjoyed Ka Swamvar and same way i i really liked Indian matchmaking too
1: i I liked Indian matchmaking uh, in the sense that that is what happens.
0: Exactly, exactly. That I is mean, how
1: we do, you know, that yes. is what Indians do. I mean, we, we cannot say, uh, you know, no, 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 this is not how it happens. There are a lot of things to consider. No, at the base level, that is what we look at, at any woman or any man for that matter.
0: Yeah, I mean, we will we, we'll probably be talking about it in depth, maybe in some other episode yeah. then, where it's a future. So,
1: so uh, that's I, why, yeah, I did enjoy uh, Indian matchmaking to an extent. I'd say again, but yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, go ahead. My wife, of course, was judging me throughout. And the fact that <laughs> it's, uh, quite often she used to sleep halfway through it, and then uh, yeah, I, I continued watching, and she was like, "Don't tell me or you're still watching this." Anyway, uh, of course, I also saw Extraction, which was a movie which received a lot of uh, uh, praise, and you know, uh, it had it has uh, Chris watch Chris Hemsworth. Thor yeah and uh, I didn't like it. exactly I mean I don't know I wouldn't say I didn't like it for me it was very, very okay the uh, only you know uh, differentiation was the milieu in uh, uh, set in Bangladesh which kind of created a okay it looks different but and tell me something okay the entire thing of this guy being underwater isn't that lifted from uh, uh Saira yeah <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, that, that that literally was uh, Chiru's introduction scene in Saira, uh, where he's underwater and is meditating. And uh, which also plays a big part in uh, in the movie, how he can hold his breath. And so I was like, man, this is from Saira. And uh, if if the reverse had come, uh, had happened, if let's say, you know, Saira had come after this movie, I'm sure our folks would have gone. Uh, to fallen all to, over
1: to, themselves to tell that. Yeah, uh, you how, know, this how it's limited. copied. Yeah, I know, I know. But yeah, I don't, I somehow didn't like uh, extraction. Uh, purely, I, I like, because, okay. uh, purely because there was nothing. Uh, nothing
0: I mean, new. There's absolutely nothing. Yeah, There's absolutely nothing new, 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 new
1: to what he's as usual, a superhero uh, saving someone. And uh, because of some backdrop story of his. Sad, the
0: solving story of it exactly exactly i mean so, I, I found it full of cliches, so
1: yeah, anyway, I don't then, like it. and the yellow tinge didn't help.
0: <laughs> oh yes, everyone why, ha-
1: <laughs> why should everyone have a jaundiced look?
0: I was about to say that it's like everyone has jaundice. yeah I have no idea why. Uh, but uh, I did happen to—I mean, uh, as I list, uh, you'll probably think that you know. I just earlier I said I was so busy I've not seen anything. But we also saw this movie called uh, *The Founder*, which was uh, uh, Michael Keaton, and it was based on Ray Kroc, who kind of founded McDonald's. Oh. Amazing movie! I mean, you—you you should watch it. It's—it's it's on Netflix, uh, and I know you—you you are one who doesn't like. Uh, uh, biopics as you famously uh, mentioned <laughs> w- what was our biopic uh, episode we have we covered biopics on let me check it biopics was number 16 episode 16 where yeah. you, you famously refused to even come up with a second <laughs> <pick>. <laughs> so but you, you should check out founder I, did, I generally like business movies too and th- th- this one was good i also started watching i am i'm just I know four or five episodes down shits creek which everyone's yeah. talking about uh, recommend i by my brother. love
1: it i really i started watching it long back i finished one season and after that i stopped i didn't uh, go back to it i think i have to go back to it yeah
0: well, i am not even <laughs> halfway through the first season now uh, kind of reminded me of Arrested Development in the, in the <laughs> sense that, you know, there's a rich family which is now suddenly uh, left without its riches and you have yeah. oddball characters. Uh, then, of course, something which has been I've been doing for the last two and a half months or something is I'm re-watching the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe movies in the order that they were released, uh, building up uh, because my daughter wanted to watch Endgame, which she still hasn't. And I told her that if she watches it, she's not allowed to ask any questions. <laughs> then, of course, uh, now we've come to an agreement where she's, she's allotted a limited number of questions that she can ask me. But in a build-up to watch that, we thought, okay, let's watch everything. Uh, so right now, I just... We, we In fact, we just last night, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy. So next up... Uh, we were supposed to watch uh, winter soldier they both came out in the same year so next up is winter soldier but uh, yeah it is it's fun because we, are, we we can't go to theaters so at least the memories of watching these movies in theaters
1: oh my god
0: <laughs> i know i'm sounding really desperate <laughs>
1: and, very nostalgic
0: and uh, before i get even more sentimental uh, why don't you introduce uh, our comeback theme
1: yes uh, so for this uh, episode, we decided to, you know, move away from Indian cinema, Hollywood and Bollywood, and uh, we decided to go with world cinema. We wanted to see what is there, out, rest what of is the out world. there, rest of the world, what does it come up with, and quite a few ones interesting, I must say. <laughs> don't you think so
0: absolutely and uh, nowadays with uh, you know netflix and especially you know with the, um, the amazing uh, uh, subtitles available uh, on world cinema a lot of people are watching uh, uh, last time i went up i, I mean I, I went to visit, visit my parents they were watching a, an iranian movie and it, it's it's just so amazing to watch. I mean, even the other day uh, I was talking to a, a, my my friend, and uh, he said they were watching, uh, which it was strange. I mean, they mentioned some uh, Portuguese or, or something. Some, some uh, I forgot which uh, European language, and I was like, wow, it's so amazing that you know now we have access to all of these
1: content seriously I mean and I'm so glad because uh, for some time now I've been watching a lot of uh, Spanish and uh, you know Spanish movies a lot of Spanish movies and they are amazing I have to say Uh, I mean their plots reminded me of actually Malayalam movies
0: isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> in, in a way, uh, and of course, Wouldn't I think we, 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 we both have Spanish movies in our list. But yeah. I'm interested in your first one.
1: Yes, uh, my first movie. Uh, it's a movie called Miracle in Cell Number no. Seven. Uh, it's a, it's a Turkish movie, but originally it's a Korean movie. It was remade into uh, you know Turkish and several other languages, including Kannada. Um, Canada, it was called Pushpaka by the way.
0: No, not the so, Kamalasan one, you
1: No, not the Kamalasan one. This came in 2016, if I'm not wrong. Uh, Kannada so, movie, but anyways, the Turkish movie that I'm talking of came in 2019. Um, it's the, the movie is basically about a mentally challenged father. Uh, who's accused of killing a child of of a commander or of a military commander. And he's sentenced to death because of that. I mean, he obviously cannot, uh, he doesn't know how to prove his innocence. He obviously cannot prove his innocence. And um, how the uh, how he uh, wins over the um, you know his jailmates where he's uh, you know where he's awaiting his death sentence and uh, there are small small uh, episodes where these jailmates help him meet his meet his daughter who's uh, you know outside uh, <clears throat> the jail um all, almost all the time waiting for to you know meet his meet her father. So the basic story is this, that, you know, this, he trying to prove his innocence and which is impossible. And uh, although it seems a very simple plot, you know, we've seen this, you know, mentally challenged father, uh, small kid in Indian movies too. And obviously Hollywood also has its, that is from, that is where we had our inspirations in India. So, but yeah, this has a I mean, uh, this does not have that dramatic flair as we see it in India. It has very, you know, simple situations, um, you know, simple incidents. And it, it he the director doesn't, uh, you know, display the relationship between the father and the daughter in a dramatic way. It's just simple. He taking her to a school or playing with her. So, the are simple situations and um, the incident that uh, you know causes all the problems all these things are very Mm -hmm. well neatly done without getting it too dramatic and too over the top very easily done simply done it has a good pace the movie also is at a very good pace i think it's about 200 two hours if i'm not wrong yeah it is two hours 13 minutes Everyone can view it. It's for family viewing. There's no, uh, you know, violence or the, not that violence where, you know, you kids cannot see. Uh, okay. It's available on Netflix. Um, I must say, I haven't seen the Korean movie, but uh, uh, the Korean movie also was a very huge hit, apparently. This version, the Turkish version, is a t- slightly different from the uh, Korean movie. Although the premise is the same but it's uh, how it is dealt with how the story you know develops eventually is different from the korean movie <coughs> excuse me but yeah what i definitely like about the movie is how the father and daughter's relationship is shown in this movie uh, and surprisingly, the language, Turkish language, sounds so beautiful when they're talking, you know. <laughs> it almost, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, most of them, most of the time people say, you know, French, Spanish, right. they sound really exotic. But actually, if you see Turkish, it sounds, it feels familiar if you're listening to it properly. It feels very familiar to us, to our language, probably Hindi uh, or Urdu. Uh-huh. Or- it feels familiar you won't be able to you won't be able to understand it but it feels very familiar and despite that you don't need subtitles for this movie that's what i realized you know just you look at the frames the scenes that are going on the emotions on the characters faces uh, the way they emote and the way they express themselves is enough to tell you what is going on in the movie you don't even need the subtitles in this movie it's that good the plot, of course, is very good. Uh, I frankly don't know both the characters, the father and the son. I've never heard of them, but apparently they are good names. Uh, I don't want to s- mispronounce those names. <laughs> right. I can only miss. I can only pronounce one. The girl's name. The girl has done a fabulous job. Nisa Sophia Xongur. She's done an amazing job. And as the father, I don't want to mispronounce that name, frankly. So, yeah, uh, I'd, I'd uh, refer this movie to everyone because uh-huh. uh, it has a simple, simple story, no, nothing too complicated, or you know, uh, especially because now if you see almost all the series that are, are dark series in almost... Uh, every streaming channel either they are dark despondent disaster prone (laughs) series and movies these days among that this is a very beautifully done movie that's what i'd feel
0: absolutely if if, yeah if if it's anything which is you know shows it's positive i definitely want to watch it like you said definitely we could all it's a
1: very yeah it's a very positive approach Definitely, it's a very positive approach. And uh, I like the father and the daughter, both have done fabulously well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I haven't, it's very refreshing to see a different, uh, this, you know, different uh, actors, uh, apart from what we see in English and, you know, in our Indian cinema, of course, it's refreshing to to see others also. (laughs)
0: So that was Miracle in Cell 7 on Netflix. My first pick is something, of course, it's uh, there's a good chance many of you would have already uh, seen it. And it's even if the moment, of course, I tell you the name, you probably have heard of it. It's a Spanish movie called El Laberinto del Fono, which means the labyrinth of the fawn. And of course, its English title is even more popular, which is... Pan's Labyrinth.
1: Labyrinth
0: and this yeah. is a movie which released in 2006
1: and I saw it after you told me about it. You,
0: so when did you, you saw it recently in the last few days? Yes. I,
1: yes. Last few okay. days itself. But okay. we were talking about uh, what to.
0: Amazing. You know, okay. Yeah. I'm glad that then we can talk about it a little, a little bit. So uh, the movie is, uh, it's a fantasy movie. I I. Uh, but set in the real world. I mean, though it's a fantasy movie, it's not set in some faraway planet or some magical time. It's fantasy movie set during the Spanish Civil War, and it's about this young girl called Ophelia who accompanies her mom to live uh, in a military camp, and her mom is, uh, you know, engaged with uh, to somebody in the military, and she encounters magical creatures and uh, is embroiled in a mission that actually brings the real world and the magical world, it, you know, they, they collide with each other in in some really amazing ways. I don't want to give away too many things because the movie is such a magical experience. I mean, I, I'm yes reusing the word magic every time, but seriously, it I mean, it completely I can't...
1: entrances you, isn't it? Amazing, amazing. Pull you into the movie. Yeah, I agree.
0: So you you Uh, saw it recently. Okay, Uh, since you've I have seen it like three or four times and most, uh, why don't you tell me about your first watch? Uh,
1: When, I mean, when I I actually didn't go in. Did you know what it was about? No, I didn't. That's what I just knew it was. uh, I just knew the director, obviously. So... (laughs) So I thought, okay, since you also have, you were talking about it, let me just watch it. And I was pleasantly, very pleasantly surprised because it does not give you the feeling it's a children's movie.
0: Oh, it's but not a children's I, movie, by the way.
1: Yeah, I, it, uh, I initially thought, I mean, with a kid in a mission, I mean, what is it going to be? You know, a monster and... How is it going to? How is he going to make it interesting to others? I'm. I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, the right. way he's joined both the reality and fantasy into one, and actually giving us parallels to both the world, if I'm not wrong. Exactly.
0: Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. And of course, the, the, the director who you mentioned—it's uh, Guillermo del Toro—who. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we we love from movies like Hellboy, Pacific Rim Pacific and more, Rim. even more recently from uh, Shape of Water, which honestly I didn't like. Uh,
1: uh-huh.
0: I love the Hellboy series and uh, Pacific Rim, of course. Uh, the, one of the things which uh, Del Toro does so amazing and it uh, is his the way he designs creatures and uh, how he comes up with this entire... Uh, You know, uh, for example, uh, again not giving away uh, anything, but the 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 creature with the eyeballs on its uh, palm. (laughs) Yeah. How how amazing is that?
1: How how
0: amazing is is that? So, if you've seen any of his movies, if 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 uh, you've if you've seen Hellboy, especially Hellboy two, there is a scene where they go into this magical market where there are. So many creatures and he comes up with such unique creatures everywhere, even throughout the Hellboy series. Or even if you've you've seen Pacific Rim, each of those uh, Kaijus are so different, right? Right. He doesn't... uh, Generally, you ask anyone else to design a monster, uh, they would just take something like a Godzilla, a huge lizard. And uh, that's pretty much it. But no, Del Toro has such vivid childlike imagination that he comes up with creatures and monsters and uh, uh, I, I I wouldn't exactly say monsters I mean for example in shape of water that it's not a monster it's it's, it's a person but anyway I mean, creatures maybe I don't know if that's it's that's the right term but <laughs> beautiful. I mean, so uh, I, I
1: did, frankly speaking, when I went to the movie, I thought I was watch. I was going to watch a children's movie. That's what I thought it was all about.
0: But he, he, here's the thing. So, okay, now uh, let's talk about whether it's a children's movie or not, because the movie is rated R, which in US rating, it's the highest. It means not I even, know. and that's not because of any nudity or anything. It's because of uh, some implied violence, but more importantly, they have this very asinine, uh, way okay, where a movie can get away with with the F word once, okay, two times or three, two to three times, it's it goes off into some PG-16 or something. More than that, and they have a count of the number of uh, F bombs or you know other, other cuss words, and it automatically goes R. So here, it they don't look at the context, they don't look at the overall thing. No, no, no that's what so I was. This movie, so just for that and for the implied, and, and the, even the violence, if you look at it, it's it's not, I mean, uh, it's done very it's well. It's
1: not overt violence.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, huh? uh, though it's rated R and in India it's rated adults, I, I highly recommend this for intelligent children. I mean, I saw this with my daughter. She loved it and uh, judge me all you want, but I saw it with my daughter when she was eight and she loved it and i'm glad she she was she was able to experience this movie at that age because the movie is about uh, a young girl so i'm sure I, yeah i seriously view... don't
1: understand the senses. the uh, i don't understand the concept itself so i i've never uh, you know thought about that but yeah when i when i read the description i thought it was a children's movie but i when I, when i went into it it's a yeah, different I mean, world altogether
0: if you ask me it is a it, it's a movie for kids and, and adults i mean both of them can enjoy yeah. it uh, together or uh, by themselves so, yeah for young kids it will certainly be scary so it's certainly not a for slightly
1: young kids. intelligent kids like yes. you said you know uh, slightly uh, probably who cannot i mean who are not right. so scared so easily you know a little but bit
0: yeah, the, that's Pants Labyrinth uh, surprisingly it's available both on Amazon and Netflix uh, I would recommend you watch on, on on Netflix if possible because typically though I have not uh, had the chance to compare and contrast but typically the subtitles on uh, Netflix tend to be way better than uh, way better, any other yeah. platform yes so,
1: yes, uh, I have
0: observed that so that was uh, Pants Labyrinth or uh, to murder it in uh, in Spanish El Labyrinth del fono and uh, okay now uh, let's take a quick break and uh, after this word from our sponsor we'll be right back welcome back thanks for sticking around and uh, we are of course talking about world cinema and uh, Raj you had a Turkish movie now what actually,
1: yeah, I didn't want to go with the Spanish movie again, but I couldn't uh, help it. Uh, <laughs> my next pick is a, a Spanish movie which came out in 2011. Uh, in Spanish, it's called Mientras Duermes. I don't know if I'm, I've pronounced it right, but it actually means while you were sleeping. But in the uh, US, it was released as Sleep Tight. The movie's name is Sleep Tight uh this is not exactly uh, it, it is uh, you know i can say horror very comfortably but not a slasher horror or not a slasher stalker but right. a stalker more the movie is uh, why, why i like i'll tell you why i like it then probably <laughs> i can go ahead with the description
0: and hopefully no spoilers
1: yeah no spoilers i like the movie because it is from the Uh, perpetrator's perspective, not the victim's.
0: That's interesting.
1: That's why I like it. Eh? A. The movie basically is about uh, uh, you know there's nothing suspense uh, about this uh, about this movie. You know, you know outright who it is and why he is doing all these things. So yeah, this movie is about a guy. He works as a concierge in one of the apartments. Okay, and he's a guy who is unhappy with his life. He has nothing to live for or nothing to be happy about. That's what his perspective to life is. So he hates it when he sees others are happy. He doesn't like it. So when he sees the tenants of the apartments or the residents of the apartments happily, you know, going about their life, he is not where he gets irritated, annoyed with it. So what he does is his he tries to mess with those people in different ways, you know, disrupting their life, uh, you know, harming their uh, dogs in a slightly, you know, it initially starts in a very you know smaller ways, but then it goes on, it progresses on to much bigger and sinister ways. Okay, this is how he leads his life. And uh, one of the apartment uh, resident is a young woman who is very happy with life. He's, she's enjoying her life, has an amazing uh, you know, apartment. So she lives happily alone. And she um, wishes this guy, greets this guy happily daily in the morning, which irritates him a lot. So what he tries to do is he tries to um, keep doing disrupting her life to make her life miserable so that she doesn't smile in the morning. That's his. That's the whole movie about. And what kind of things he does to keep the women, you know, miserable forever is all the movie is about. And you have to, and I have to say, after watching this movie uh, that night, because I've, I think I watched this movie alone, if I'm not wrong. Um, I literally, I could, I could feel why they used to say monster under your bed. It's that creepy. This, this guy is just creeps you out even at looking at him and you can imagine the way the things he does uh, to this woman to you know keep her uh, constantly miserable in her life oh god <laughs> it's like i mean every woman's uh, nightmare you can call him and the guy who played this i think his name was luis tosar oh god he did such a beautiful job of scaring you. Every, it, it, the, the things he does, you know, uh, from mindless pranks to very sinister things he does, it just builds up. And at the end when he, the day he's happy, you know why he's happy and you, you feel like, you know, oh my God, is this why he's happy about? Is this what he's happy about? He smiles that day. And I won't tell that why he smiles. So that you'll okay. probably when you see the movie, you'll realize. But he completely creeps you out.
0: Okay. Uh, here's what I want to ask you. I mean, uh, I understand that you, you said it's, it's from the point of view of the perpetrator, of which is okay. But does the movie empathize with him and or try to make no, you say, oh, okay, profil, no. oh, he has a reason.
1: He never, that's the beauty of that movie. He, it never empathizes with him
0: because it's that that true. was one of the uh, I love Joker okay as a movie but and I can, but I can understand that one of the criticism against the movie was that you know it kind of uh, makes us empathize with the uh, yeah. with the character okay he there's, here's the reason why he became that way yeah that, movie,
1: that's it's the phenomenal,
0: thing. but yeah
1: here I, here it's not they don't show anywhere why he is doing it or or why he is like that okay uh-huh. he okay. just he they just show what is his point of view when he's doing those things why what does he think why he's doing it because he's talking to to the he's basically the director is trying to uh, pull the audience also into the movie so right you being the perpetrator, perpetrator there when you're watching the movie and it creeps the hell out of you. I'm t- using creeps so many times. you'll understand when you watch the movie. it really and especially as a woman, I know how creepy it is when things like that happen so yes it and he brilliantly played it. Nowhere will you question um you know his the way he portrayed the character you won't you will not be able to question it. And there is one scene okay, where he does all these things and he go, goes to his mother who is in a senior living and he talks to her about all these things, telling her uh, what all he's done to make other people's lives miserable. You, you, yeah, seriously. And the mother is in a situation where she cannot, she cannot talk. She cannot say anything. She is immobile. She cannot talk or do anything about it. She just has to listen to him. That's all. So you can imagine uh, if that woman's mindset, how it would be if she actually were realizing what this man is doing. Ah, it's meant It it's, It mentally dra- drains you, frankly speaking. It's that good, the movie is. So, yeah. And I, that's why I said I like it because it's from the perpetrator's point of view, from this guy's point of view. Um, it does not empathize. He does not say he suffered so many things. That's why he's doing these things. No, he says right, I'm simply right. unhappy.
0: And where is this available?
1: This is available on Prime and... Uh, QB TV, I think that is available only in US. I don't know if it's available in outside. But yeah, it's available on Prime and QB TV. Adult content, completely adult content. So.
0: Uh, certainly, you have, you have, uh, the yeah. way you've described it.
1: <laughs> uh, oh yeah, it's, it's really uh, this. Uh, but yeah, everyone has to watch it for the way the it's directed, the way the man has portrayed the character. It definitely has to watch it. And uh, yeah, that's about it. It's not very long. Also, it's about 100 minutes. So it doesn't take too long to this. It doesn't uh, bore you. So yeah, that's about it.
0: I'll cue this up. Uh, wow. Okay. My final pick is kind of uh, more of a... Uh, okay, I'll tell you what it is. But my, my final pick is a Korean movie <laughs> called... Uh, Train to Busan, which came out in 2016 and kind of became a cult uh, classic. And this is a zombie flick. It's a Korean zombie movie. And uh, what differentiates it from any other uh, other uh, uh, zombie movies is that this one is set in a train. A train which goes to, which is going to Busan. Uh, so, uh, in, in fact, Train to Busan is kind of... You know, uh, I don't know if you do. You remember this movie, uh, Sam Samuel L. Jackson movie called uh, "Snakes on a Plane." Yeah, I, do. I That's know. That's the perfect title, right? I mean, it just said "Snakes on a Plane." It tells you everything you need to know about the movie. There are snakes yeah. and it's on a plane. Similarly, this movie could be called "Zombies on a Train." Uh, it's you have zombies, and yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, it's about people trying to escape zombies uh, uh, in a train. And uh, of course, t- typically the way any of these movies would set up. They would show you one or two main characters, and then then there will be ancillary characters, small backstories for each one of them, so that you kind of care about them. There will always be one asshole who you know who will kind of get his way now and then, and uh, so you have all those you know typical template characters. Which and I'm not complaining here because sometimes when I want when I want to watch a zombie movie, I don't want to really think and ponder okay is he trying to build a parallel towards the existentialism of our today's time no nothing I mean I, maybe it is there I don't care but for me it's, it's, a, a, zombie zombie yeah. it's a zombie movie a zombie
1: movie for me zombie it's... movies have always been just that I don't find any existential uh, <laughs> no, uh, uh,
0: okay so, so you've actually not read some of the uh, obviously anywhere in the internet you have a bunch of people who over analyze stuff. So there are people who overanalyze zombie movies and talk about how these zombie movies are actually showing, you know, we are all zombies and all kinds of, you know, PhD theses on them. Anyway, leaving aside all of that, the movie, uh, what I loved about this, like I said, is the setting, first of all, because most zombie movies, which we you know, I mean, very recently, I also saw Zombieland Double Tap, which I absolutely loved. I loved the part 1 and I would say the uh, double tap was even better. I think I spoke about this in a past episode. Uh, and similarly to train to busan what I really liked is the setting. Usually you know instead of uh, most of these are set in the US so having it uh, in uh, urban korea south korea itself it's it's a good change. Plus, yeah. the confined space of a train, a high-speed train which is going through and you have zombies and in train, you can't go too many directions. You can either go, uh, you know, uh, one direction or other. So, there's nothing much else. So, it kind of puts a lot of constraints and uh, which brings out some interesting uh, ideas and uh, the way to uh, to deal with the zombies and uh, the other thing which I like is the way they is the hordes of zombies coming and attacking. So uh, to give you a parallel, uh, if you remember this movie, World War Z, which had uh, Brad Pitt based on a book, there uh, again you had like hundreds and thousands of zombies coming and attacking and uh, all that. But in that movie, somehow I never found it realistic because you could see that these are like, I mean, uh, the graphics were not bad. The graphics were good, but... The movement, I mean, it it, it it looked very computer generated. I don't know. I, I'm not able to explain it too well. But here, when you see 200 zombies fall on, you know, you know, a, a bridge breaking and 200 zombies just falling down, it's picturized in such a real way. It looks phenomenal. It, it's It's real fun the movie doesn't have too much fun with itself and uh, unlike let's say zombie land where you know they come up with really fun ways to kill zombies and all <laughs> here it's it's slightly more on the serious end but it it's still it definitely it's fun and um, of course some bollywood type heroisms are there which i won't mention right now there's uh, uh, needless to say of course you, you've got this uh, uh, the, characters include like i said of course you're going to have one asshole then the main one is a father and a daughter the father has never spent enough time with daughter and daughter asks that in our, for her birthday the only wish she wants is she wants to visit her mother in busan which is why they are going this train to busan there they meet also one couple where the, the woman is pregnant then there are these two old ladies who are really you know uh, together uh, and so you have all these characters and uh, the the movie is really fun so i uh, mean it is on netflix and apparently there's also a sequel to it which came out uh, last year so i'm waiting for the sequel to to uh, to also come to netflix because uh, train to busan is ap- uh, apparently one of the most popular movies uh, and it you know it, it became a cult classic once it uh, once it was released on netflix so again notable cast i don't know maybe the it's directed by Sang Ho yeon uh, But and probably the, the lead character might have been the Shah Rukh Khan of Korea. I don't know. So <laughs> uh, I don't know who, who's the cast. Nobody I recognize, obviously. And uh, the movie's running time is two hours. So if, if you are in the mood to watch a good zombie movie set in a different place, and if you have already seen Double Tap, then <laughs> feel free to watch uh, Train to Busan it's 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 a good uh, different zombie movie
1: nice so i think i have to let my husband know he loves zombie movies so
0: yes he does yes he does and ask him to watch double tap as well though i don't think it's available on prime in the us it's because not, it's uh, not. unfortunately you guys are yet to get it yeah, so that's
1: unfortunately our... uh, we uh, us has a lot of uh, uh, you know series that we don't get it here we have to buy them separately which you guys get, uh, get for in, free
0: for a much lower rate.
1: Yeah.
0: I know. So I was telling my brother that I get uh, uh, Disney plus Hotstar for uh, what we, we pay thousand bucks per year. And he pays no, close don't. to that per, per month, right? So, and yeah. here Hotstar also includes HBO in it. <laughs>
1: exactly. And we have nothing. <laughs> we just have Hotstar, that's all.
0: And uh, Disney Plus, again, you have to pay separately. Separately, um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I guess so. that, 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 that was our episode. We, we had Miracle in Cell 7, a Turkish movie available on Netflix. Sleep Tight, which is a Spanish movie, Spanish movie on, Prime, on Prime, and Prime and 2B TV. And Pan's Labyrinth, another Spanish classic, which is available on Amazon and Netflix. And Train to Busan, which was available, a Korean movie available on Netflix. So do let us know if you like these movies. And uh, we are going to have some, hopefully, more fun episodes coming right along. And uh, yeah, glad to be back. (laughs) See you next time. And uh, take care. Bye Bye.